0: Before we dive in, I just wanna remind you about the Empire Six Month Mastermind. This is the mastermind for the woman ready to scale to five-figure months. This is a six-month experience for you to elevate your messaging, positioning, and product suite so you can clearly reflect your expertise and you can step into a new level of leadership. So you can attract a consistent stream of clients and access five-figure months. This is going to be a whole vibe. And this is for you if you're feeling like you are sat on untapped potential and you are just so ready to move forward and move bigger, right? That feeling of knowing that there's more out there, right? There's more you could be doing and you're not doing it. This is going to be the activation that you need. We're gonna be moving in so much power. So excited to kick off next month. I will leave all the details in the show notes below. Let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the High to Get Honeys podcast. I'm your host, Abby Radford, marketing mentor and business coach. I'm here to help you move like you know you could be and elevate your mind, marketing, and brand so you can create a business that you are obsessed with. This podcast is designed to help you claim and become your most powerful high-to-get honey self. So buckle up honeys, we're going in. Hi, Queens. I am so excited for this podcast episode this week because. If you know anything about me, I love organization, I love goal setting, I love planning, I love a fresh journal. I just feel like the structure allows so much flow and so much feeling of purpose and fulfillment. And there's been times where I've kind of lost that and then realized how much it makes a difference, and I'll speak about this in this episode, but we're gonna be going into how I organize my week and get shit done. So firstly, we're gonna kick off with the news from this week. So if you haven't noticed, my husband has been not with me for the past week because he is in, well he was in Singapore on a work trip, and then he decided to tag on the end to go to Australia to see his brother for a couple of weeks. So he's been away now for a week, right? It feels like, it feels like much longer. Um, and me and Josh are one of those couples that spends quite a lot of time together, And obviously, we work from home together. Um, And so, while this time has been so nice, like, I've been having lots of sleepovers, been going to see my friends, been having lots of, like, self-development and, like, self-care. And I've, like, I've ordered loads of things to do with my hair and skin for some reason at the moment. I've been watching a lot of YouTube, uh, like, TikTok videos. Um, But, of course, Rosemary of course. Um, But, like, he is back on, I think it's the 28th, so... The news for this week is that I am solo parenting a dog and it has been weird to not have him here. I think that I'm so used to having someone around all the time and so for me something that I have noticed is that I have been really kind of like, things have been, there's been like blurred lines between work and downtime because for me in the evenings where I would have been spending time with my partner, now I'm like, okay, well, I might as well do something else, right? I might as well just like carry on with this email or whatever I've been doing. And so one week in, I think I realized this on like Friday. And so this weekend, I'm recording this on a Sunday. This weekend, I've been really kind of like anchoring back in to my sleep schedule, to making sure that I am, you know, actually finishing work rather than just kind of like, like it leaking into the to the evenings. Um, because I do think it's really important to have that time of work so you're not just waking up feeling like you're working all day and then going to sleep and feeling like all you've done all day is literally be on your laptop or your phone because it's not a vibe. So that's the news from this week is that my husband is away. I miss him very much and he's back soon. So it's all good. I'm actually going to see my sister um and stay with her and her children next week for half term, which will be fine. Um so yeah, that's that's what's going on right now. And something that I'm loving is the Pilates class. And what I mean by this is it's an actual website called the Pilates class. <laughs> and you guys know that I have jumped on the Pilates trend this year and I've been going twice a week at my local gym. But one, when I have friends here, so I had a friend so on Wednesday night, didn't go to the class on Thursday. And like sometimes, it's just not always like the perfect time. And so I was like, while Josh is away and I've got a bit more flexibility that like, we're not going to the gym together in the morning. I don't have to kind of work around his schedule as well. I've been trying the Pilates class online. So I signed up for a seven day free trial. I think I might actually have come to the end of that seven day free trial now, but it's basically Pilates videos online. They are 10 times harder than the Pilates classes at my gym, for one, Um, and they are so like, you can choose to do, like, a 10-minute one as well, which I feel like is really good if you don't have lots of time, because I'm, like, you know, I don't really have an excuse not to do a six-minute arm workout, you know, in between my day, so I've been trying those. I've been doing, like, one or two of those a day. Honestly, my body has been, you know, like, when your core feels, like, really tight, and you, like, you're aching the next day, but it's, like, a really good aching where you're, like, yes, like, I expect to wake up with abs tomorrow, like it's not going to happen, but you know know, when you feel that feeling of tightness, so I've been really enjoying doing those classes, and you can actually download them, so you could even do them at a gym as well, but I just find they're so good, and like when I go to my sister's next week as well, I feel like I'll be able to do them around like her schedule with the children as well, and one of her kids actually really enjoys doing yoga with me, but I do feel like it's just the flexibility of it, right? It allows me to kind of like get up, still take the dog for a walk, because between you and I, sometimes I go to the gym and then I'll come home and like Ralph gets a really short walk that day because I've gone to the gym and done a longer workout there and it's kind of like I either have to choose between having like a really long workout for myself or Ralph getting a really long walk. So it's good for me as well to be able to have those little like, those little workouts on the days where I do a a longer dog walk as well, so those are news from me and something that I've been loving. Now let's get in to this week's episode because I feel like what I've just kind of said really like sets the scene for how I kind of organize my week and what I prioritize and what I think about. So I'm going to be sharing the behind the scenes on how I organize my week and get shit done. And I just want to say before we dive in, firstly that I'm not perfect. I have a plan for my week and I do feel like I'm very Good at getting the things done that I need to get done. Sometimes I procrastinate, right? I'm not a perfect human being. Sometimes it is things I procrastinate on, and I also don't have a lot of external responsibilities. Okay, so I don't have kids. Um, I'm at home a lot, and I run my own schedule. So it's a lot, you know. I have flexibility here, and I do feel like having your own schedule can be a blessing and also a curse. And I'm going to be talking around this, but my priorities really for my week are. In no particular order, Uh, my health and wellness, my business, my dog and my partner, my family and friends. Like, those are the things that I want to get done. Inside my business, obviously, there is, you know, my podcast, my weekly email, my content, my clients, Voxer chat. You know, there's all of those things inside my business that I also need to prioritize um, and like kind of time block. But those are the things that I feel like each week as I'm going in, those are the things I'm talking around. Now, I'm recording this on a Sunday, which is when I usually organise my week. And I've been switching things up recently and mapping out on a Friday. If I have plans at the weekend, then I will do this on a Friday. I did kind of do this on Friday, but then, like, Sunday's my really, like, get shit done day. But if I'm away for the weekend, or, like, especially in the summer, where I have more plans on a weekend, then I will rather do this on a Friday, right? Because then you can really switch yourself off for the weekend. So... In order for me to, like, how I see it, in order to get things done, I feel like this is part mindset and part strategy. And when I say strategy, it's, like, your plans, routines, and habits, and, like, what you need to get done, which, you know, I'm sure you're expecting to hear on a podcast about getting shit done, right? Now, I'm going to be talking about week to week, because if you're someone that, where the week runs away with you, and you're like, I didn't get everything, like, done, like, I get it. Like, I get it. And, you know, like, for me, I actually plan my weeks and my months very differently. Because otherwise, what can happen is, you know, like, we're now just over, I think we're like seven weeks into 2023. And if you find yourself just kind of being like, oh my gosh, like, I haven't got any of the things I wanted to get done. Or I haven't been consistent with the things I want to get done. Firstly, don't shame yourself for this. We're human beings. But this is where you can turn things around. Like, this is where you can put the things in. And I spoke about this in a previous episode, but like not doing everything, right? If you picked up one thing per month to do, then you don't need to do it. Like with my podcast, for example, I wanted to make sure that I had everything else that I needed to do. I was already being consistent with everything else. So it wasn't a distraction, right? It was something that I could add into my routine that I could do that for me, like, guys, I love the podcast. Like, I feel like it's like my thing where I can really chat to you on a longer form, content way and so like making sure that you are prioritizing things. Now in terms of having your own schedule, so whether you are still working alongside your business or you are full-time in your business, I have experience of both of these things. So I worked full-time while I was growing my business for about nine months and then I had a part-time job where I was working three days a week for a year and then now I'm full-time in my business. Now, each of these things, I feel like, does allow you. Like, I think like there's so many pros of starting a business when you have a job because you have to be really mindful of your time, and you just don't have time for questioning, right? You do not have time to negotiate with yourself whether you're going to do it or not. And when I was working full time, I was like getting up at 5 a.m., journaling, working out, doing some work, then working my nine to five, and then working again in the evening, and like. I'm not going to lie, like, I do not recommend this for a long period of time. But for me, it was like, I kind of felt like I needed to do that. And I don't think I would be where I am now if I hadn't have done that. And my mum always used to say to me, like, if you want something done, always ask a busy person, right? Because you're in that motion of movement. You're in that motion of getting things done. Whereas if you are someone who you're really in your feminine, where you're just kind of like, I'm just going to wait till things flow to me. Whereas you guys, you know, I'm all about flow, but I'm also about like getting the shit done that you want to get your stuff done. Cause if you aren't doing the things you want to get done, you're not going to feel good about yourself. And so when I used to work full time, I was a big planner in terms of like my content. I pre-planned. I, every month had a focus where I was like, this is my focus for this month. This is what I'm going to like push out like when I was starting my podcast when I was like launching a group program for example I put time frames on things right I was quite strict with this in terms of because I wanted to get things done right I felt like the pressure was on for me to to grow my business and do what I wanted and I spoke about this recently but I think as you move through into your business if you overconsume and you also have higher expectations of yourself you can easily question, right? And this slows down your productivity, it slows down your getting things done, and then all these things come in. So we're gonna be talking about how, if this is you or if you are feeling yourself kind of being distracted or procrastination, how you can get more shit done in your week. Now, when I left my full-time job and I went full-time in my business, I was like, oh my God, all this space. Like It felt almost uncomfortable. So so this is something that I have been working on in the last nine months to really ensure that what I want to get done, I get done so I can achieve what I want, right? I don't want to look back in six months and be like, I've literally been pissing around not doing the things I want to get done because there is nothing worse for your confidence than not doing the things you said you were going to do. And I'm someone who really likes to feel purpose within my days and my partner is also like this as well. And where we're like, okay, today is going to be a day of doing nothing. Do you know how... Freeing it is to actually do a day of doing nothing and knowing that it's a day of doing nothing because yesterday you did what you needed to do, and next week you know and trust that you know you're going to get your shit done next week. Like that is freedom in my eyes. And so, while I don't want you to feel like validation from your to do list, like it feels good to do the things you want to get done, right? It feels good to do those things. And so, what I'm going to be talking about in this episode is priorities non-negotiables routines and habits then the mindset side of things so procrastination questioning and then also the exact process and planning hacks i use every single week so let's dive in firstly let's talk about priorities right now everyone's priorities will be different here so this is why i'm kind of giving you like not a kind of like step-by-step step with like what I do because everyone will have their own priorities everyone will have different responsibilities and so when you go into each week or when you go into each month however you want to do it look at like what are the priorities because the reality is right you're going to have a million things that you could be doing in your business and in your life right and the reality is trying to prioritize like your social life your skincare your hair care You know your family, your partner, your social like TikTok, Instagram, your podcast like. There's so many things that you can be doing. So, firstly, that like kind of overwhelm of like all the shit you need to get done. Firstly, start with your priorities. Right now, this is kind of how I map out my week. So each week, I will go into. I use the notes app on my um, laptop. I have a MacBook, Um, and I have the little like tick. You know the little circle things that you can tick. I use those, the little to-do lists on there. And what I will do is I will look at my focuses for this week. So typically these will be something like I always put down very something similar around I try and get in 10K steps a day. I will post consistently on social media. I will have my podcast episode. I will have my email. And then I will also have any kind of launches that I've got coming up or anything that I've got booked in, whether that's, you know, I've got a guest expert, um, not a guest expert, a guest podcast episode with someone. Um, and whether I have like a guest expert session in someone's mastermind, or whatever it is, then I'll have that in terms of like my priorities for this week. So those are the things that I have in. I also put in, let's say that I've got, you know, um, appointments, for example, or something that I want to get done, um, then I'll put that in there as well. So basically all the things I want to get done in the week and I do not overfill this, right? And what I would say is that this has been built up. Like if you right now are just posting on social media three times a week, I would not just be like, okay, I'm going to do a podcast, I'm going to do TikTok, I'm going to do all of these things. Like even now, TikTok for me is like, I'm going to start experimenting with it over the next couple of months but like right now, while I'm sat here, like it isn't a priority for me right now. And that's because I am making sure that my energy isn't everywhere, right? This is where you need to figure out what are your priorities. And also, of course, if your family, if you have children, if you have a dog, whatever it is, then you need to have that in there as well. Like something that you need to focus your time, where your time and energy is going to be spent during the week, right? That's kind of how it how I look at it. Now your non-negotiables. Now, these are the things that you want to prioritize that align with those priorities, right? They aren't a choice, right? They're the ones that you're like, I'm gonna get this done. So, you know, I mentioned there about 10K steps. I also have like X amount of Pilates classes that I wanna get done this week or whatever that is. So I'm like, these are my non-negotiables that I need to get done, my multivitamins. And for me, the non-negotiables that I have is a huge act of me being like, I, Uh, this isn't a question, right? Me putting out a podcast episode each week is not a negotiable for me. Like I will be, let's say the weeks ran away with me. On a Monday night, I would literally be up making sure that I stuck to that commitment that I'd done for myself. Because when you have these non-negotiables and when you continue to make commitments to yourself, you will build so much trust in yourself. Because what it means is that, let's say that I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna do my podcast episode. And I write down to do it on Monday and I don't do it. But I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put it in for Friday morning. If I'm someone that feels like I am not disciplined, I don't do the things I said I'm gonna do, I will have in the niggle in the back of my head that I'm like, mm, but maybe I won't do it Friday morning, you know, maybe I won't do that. But I know I will, right? I know that I was like, okay, I'm gonna the record this podcast episode today. So no matter what, these are my negotiables for the day. And One thing I feel like has really kind of helped with this is if anyone has, uh, I'm not sure if you're able to still really get it, so I'm conscious about talking about this, but the productivity planner from Grace Beverly. So I have the desk version and I also have the diary version. And on there is the three non-negotiable things I'll get done today. So not only do I have my non-negotiables for the week, but I also do this every single day. So I will literally have on there, report, record my podcast episode today. You know, like I'll have the three things that I am gonna get done. So as an example, have I got mine for today? I've written them down in my journal. BRB, will I just get this open? So the three things that I am gonna do today is I had some journaling that my coach had given me from this week that I had kind of set aside some time to really go into that deeply, right? It was a lot of like emotional work and I was like, I wanna make sure I get this done today. Secondly is this podcast episode and my um, email for Tuesday. And thirdly is to post on social and show up and talk around the questions that I have received for Empire, right? So no matter what today, those are the things that I need to get done. Now don't get me wrong, like it's Sunday. I've got some other things that I wanna do tonight. I'm gonna give myself the self-care evening of self-care evenings, right? I'm gonna give myself a little lymphatic drainage massage that I've seen on TikTok. I'm going to put a hair mask in. I'm going to do all of those things. And do you know how much I can look forward to that later on? Knowing that once I've done these three things, the evening is mine, right? The the rest of the day is mine to do what I want. And so while having a business is great, because you're like, you know, I can go get my nails done at like X time. I schedule in when I'm going to get my nails done because you can also just fill your time with all the things you want to be doing. And while I feel like it's really important to do the things you want to be doing, it's also really important if you want to move forward to do the things that you need to be doing in order to move yourself forward, right? You can't just be, you know, do it not working, right? But building a business takes work. And so having non-negotiables and even with yourself, right? This is where like, you know, we have short attention spans, okay? It's so easy for you to, you know, be like okay i'm gonna get these three things done today or whatever it is and then you're like like you've got a to-do list and you're like okay all these things i need to get done today and then you start scrolling on tiktok and then it's an hour gone you're like fuck. oh shit. i haven't done the things i need to get done I'm gonna have to do them tomorrow tomorrow's gonna be stressful because you already have stuff that you wanted to get done tomorrow like this is where it can really make a huge difference Something that I also, in terms of like the non-negotiables for your week specifically, like these are where what I do, and I'll talk about this a little bit at the end, is like the days on which I'll do them. Because then they really are non-negotiables, right? Then they really are like, it's not enough to be like, okay, I'm going to do 10k steps every day, or I'm going to do this. Like, when are you going to do it? When are you actually going to get these things done? And like, even in my non-negotiables, I sometimes put like, epilate my armpits. You know, like this week, no matter what, I'm gonna epilate my armpits. Okay, which day am I gonna do that? You know, like, this isn't just like business stuff. It's like stuff that you're like, you've had on your to-do list for a while and you're like, I just wanna do it, okay? I'm sick of sitting on it, I just wanna do it. So next is your routines. Now, obviously everyone knows about a morning routine and also a nighttime routine, would recommend both. And this is something that I feel like is so easy to drop, right? If that, if you are, if you if you are honest with yourself right now, have you allowed yourself your morning routine and your night routine to drop and i'm going to be completely honest with you as i mentioned my nighttime routine has like jumped off a cliff since josh has been gone because one like guys i am a strong ass independent woman but i hate sleeping alone and this house is it's not old right it's younger than me but i feel like there's noises still, you know. And so I have been staying up till I'm like super tired so that I fall asleep. And I've been listening to like a meditation, which sometimes, you know, I've been listening to more than once because I haven't been asleep by the end of it. And so that for me is like, it's through off my nighttime routine. Then I get up late and it just, it just, it just sleep is the number one hun. Okay. Sleep is your number one hun. That would be my like biggest piece of advice here. Actually, if you want to get shit done, sleep, make sure you are prioritizing your sleep. And so, morning and nighttime routines, I'm jumping on this with you guys. This is, like, for all of us listening. We're going to get back on our morning and nighttime routines, okay? So, for me, my perfect, ideal morning routine looks like me getting up, me washing my face, going for a tingle, not going to lie, washing my face, and doing, I have this little, like, roller thing that, like, is meant to, like, snatch in your neck. Um, That's, like, my, like, I love that because it makes me feel like I've like achieved something before I've even like had a wee you know um and then I like to journal in bed and meditate in bed so I use the superhuman app you guys I've spoken about it a million times love it and so whether that's like a two-minute pep talk or whether that is a 20-minute one depending on what I've got going on And then I will always typically go and do some movement. Obviously, have a coffee first, but it will be some form of movement, whether that is just one of those 10-minute Pilates classes, or whether that is heading to the gym with Josh, or whether it's walking to the station to take Josh to work. Like, that's my ideal morning routine. It's not super long. It's not super expansive. Like, that's my, like, what I like to do, and what that sets me up right for the day. And I feel like when I don't, when I allow that to slip more into uh, late morning, what that means is that then I feel like I am behind during the day. And some of my best working hours are in the morning. So that for me, I know sets me up really well for the day. But obviously, if I've had a terrible night's sleep, it just, I really struggle to get up to do that. And then I feel like sometimes, you know, when you're like, I should just really prioritize something else. But that for me, obviously I have a dog, so he has to be walked anyway, but that is kind of my ideal morning routine, Um, and then in terms of my nighttime routine, now this is my like ideal, now this is something that I do do, but I wouldn't say it's like every single night, but that would be me switching off from work, and writing down everything that I need to do for the next day, so I've already got my to-do list right, I'm not like sieving things over into the next day, I'm like okay, I'm gonna write down everything that I wanna do for the next day. So I've got my non-negotiables, I know what I'm doing, I know where I'm at. Then I like to, I'm not gonna lie, I like to watch some TV with my husband or watch an interview. You know guys, I'm really into interviews at the moment, like non-business interviews. I find it so interesting to learn about other people. Um, I like to have, I've got some nighttime tea, tea that I like to use. Having a magnesium tablet, reading before bed, And then I have a silk eye mask, which I'm obsessed with. If you don't have one, drowsy, um, it's called. And then I listen to a meditation before bed. That is like my ideal morning and nighttime routine. Now, regardless of what I've done during the day, if I have nailed that morning and nighttime routine, like she is feeling fresh, okay? She's feeling good. And The more that you can make your commitments to your morning and nighttime routine, the more that you can build that trust in doing everything else, okay? Because you're choosing to choose yourself in that, you know, you're choosing to do the things that you wanna do. And there's loads of things that you can prioritize, right? There's loads of things that you can be doing, but you know, what do you need to be doing to A, make yourself feel good and be working at your optimum and feeling happy, and B, that is going to move you forward to where you want to be. Like those are really like that is it. If you are doing the things that are making you feel good, that are making you feel energized, that are making you feel that trust within yourself, and then doing the things that you need to be done, priorities, and those things that you know are going to help you move forward, that is where you building such trust. And you are feeling that that's true self care, right? Is doing the things that are gonna make you feel good and are going to long term make you like allow you to be where you wanna be. Like that is a whole vibe. Yeah? Like in my opinion, your energy is most potent when you are clear in your mind and clear in your strategy, i.e., what you're gonna do. And, you know, I mentioned this with sleep and something that I worked on, I worked with a hypnotherapist um, earlier this year, sorry, earlier last year, and guys, does anyone else, like, I keep writing 2022 still in my journal, like, it's March next week, like, sorry, (laughs) I keep saying, like, last year, like, middle of this year, like, Abby, we're in 2023, it is nearly March, you know, you need to stop writing 2022, but anyway, something that I like kind of worked on with her was around this feeling of like, I always feel like I'm someone who has previously suffered with anxiety or like kind of anxious thoughts and they always used to come and these are like really irrational things as well guys, this is like irrational around people around me not being well or you know just like really irrational beliefs that used to come up and I spoke about this previously around like not watching things that make me kind of heighten those feelings. But what I realized is when I didn't have sleep, when I didn't have good quality sleep, where I didn't feel energized and refreshed in the morning, I would feel more anxious, right? I would worry about more things. And for me, a big part of that was, you know, stopping watching the news, like, literally anything that dysregulates my nervous system, I'm like, it's, it's not for me, you know, like, I need to that's why it's important to have that morning and nighttime routine, because your sleep, like, I'm so passionate about this, I literally feel like I could be a sleep coach, because your sleep is, like, that is, like, your, one of your number one priorities, okay, one of your number one priorities, you know what I mean? Like it's important, okay, to, to make sure that you are getting sleep. And the thing is, if, as anything that's making you feel like, if you're someone that really struggles with sleep, then, you know, being able to have these routines, being able to have these kind of priorities are going to allow you to sleep better. And that, in my experience, that's just what I've kind of seen is where I've been able to kind of disconnect from the day and disconnect from whatever is coming up that it's allowed me to sleep better, right? When I'm kind of like, I know what I'm doing. I trust that tomorrow is going to be a good day because I know I'm going to do the things that I said I would do. Like, it just makes a whole difference to your sleeping. And, you know, maybe you're scrolling on TikTok a little bit before bed, you know, it happens to the best of us. But if you find yourself continuing to do it every night, again, back to that, A, making yourself feel good and working at your optimum. Is that aligning with that? And B, that is going to move you forward to where you want to be. Like, it's a form of self-sabotage. Because it's the easier thing to do, right? It's the comfort thing to do. We go back to these patterns that make us feel like comfort. You know, serotonin, dopamine like that we get from scrolling. You know, that is where it can, it can make us feel like, you know, we just go to that because it's the easier thing. But actually, imagine how good you could feel and how good your life could get if you chose to do the things that were going to help you move forward like that is where I always see it right and I feel like I think this is such a good perspective shift on this is that you know how for me whenever I think about and I know this sounds ridiculous but whenever I think about you know I shouldn't like I need to work rather than like going for this walk or whatever I like think about myself after the walk and how good it's going to make me feel and I also think like imagine if like tomorrow I was unable to kind of walk and I'd have been like, oh my gosh, imagine how much I would have gone for a walk if I had have done that, you know, and I sometimes come across videos of people online that like, maybe they've been ill, or maybe something has happened to them, and I was like, how grateful am I that I have a healthy body, that I can do these things, and I should be doing these things, and our health is such an important part of our our livelihood and and feeling good and, and wanting to do that. And this isn't about, you know, going to the gym six times a week and, you know, eating clean. It's about us being in our optimum performance and feeling good and prioritizing ourselves and living a healthy life and feeling, you know, like clearing the mind, you know, like all of these things, it all adds up. So I digress there slightly, but basically if you feel like, your morning or night time that your nervous system is dysregulated, tidy that up because it'll make you feel much better. That's basically what I was saying. So in terms of the mindset side of things, now I feel like this is where you can have the best intentions, right? You can make your plan for the week. You can know what you need to do. You can, you know, have all the, the routines in place one, if you are doing the things, but you're not really feeling like your energy is feeling off. So like if you're journaling every day, but you're like, mm, this is feel like it's a little bit like resistance. So it's just feel like a tick box exercise. Then you're just going to be like doing, going through the motions. Right. And so like, I always say about like reconnecting back to your intuition and, and how you feel and like, what is it about the journaling that's making you feel that way? Secondly, is around if you feel like the the trust is not there, right? That you know that you've got this list and it just feels really overwhelming that you're just kind of like, oh my god, I feel like stressed going into this week with the thought of it. And, you know, I always like to break things down. Um, if you do, like I always every Sunday do the new week, new goals, writing meditation on superhuman. And what are the questions in there is, like, what's five things you're going to get done this week? And then breaking those down into, like, the actual things that need to get done, right? So if you are saying, like, you want to write five pieces of content this week, like, what's the actual steps? What's the actual steps that you need to get done? Because if you just write down every day, write social posts, write social posts, write social posts, like, it's 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 not clear enough right? It's not clear enough for our brains to kind of be like, okay, it's so easy to just like tick that off. Whereas actually, if you just mapped out the five social posts on Monday, on Tuesday, you wrote one of them, you know, like you'd be a bit further along. And, you know, one of the things that I feel can hold you back with getting things done is the questioning or the kind of worrying. So what I want to say with this is like, content creation isn't time consuming, but like the questioning of it, it really is. Um, And so if you're feeling like you have, that you're questioning a lot, one, if you obviously want to get support for that, like it makes a huge difference. Like I am working with a coach at the moment and I feel like where I would usually spend time questioning myself on certain things, or even like something coming up, like I'm very a curious person. So like if something comes up, rather than me being like, oh, I want to fix this straight away, I like plug in with my coach and I'm like, okay, like why am I feeling this way? And she'll like, I'm a generator. So she asks me questions and I like, that's how I bounce off really. So that for me is where I'm able to kind of process that rather than like, like that is why support is so good, right? Because you're not sat there questioning. You can just kind of bounce off someone. And in terms of procrastination, procrastination is often where we have fear or doubt, right? The fear of it working, so we aren't doing the things, or there's something around it that feels uncomfortable, so we're not doing it. And this is where, like, there's there's so much. this is such a big topic, I feel like there's so many things you could talk around here, but like, Discipline is really an act of self love, and you know, like someone like Mal Robbins. I don't know if you've ever heard of the like five, four, three, two, one, and then you just got to do it, or if you've read something like Eat the Frog. Like, sometimes when you are procrastinating, one, firstly, looking at why you're procrastinating, because secondly, I bet if you just did like the tiniest thing that moved you forward on that task, it would feel a lot more easier, right? So, like, this podcast episode today. I have already had a few notes that I had written out so that, you know, I wasn't gonna, like recording a podcast, for example, you know, there's lots of things that go into that. But if I hadn't have done that, then it would have seemed like a bigger task, right? So like, if you're feeling like you're procrastinating, allowing yourself to one, be like, I'm like, I'm done with this, right? Okay, and it's, it's so easy to be like that. And to, it's not always that easy to be like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. What's something that you could do on a task that you're procrastinating on that you can just start? And something that I typically procrastinate on is like life admin. Like if you guys had listened to any of my podcast episodes at Christmas, my driving license that I hadn't changed my name of. Even though I got married in June 2021, I changed it in January 2023. <laughs> because it was just one of those things where I was like oh my god I had to go get the form from the post office then I had to fill all these details in then I didn't know I have to then I had to find my marriage certificate and then I had to just and then I had to take it to the post office you know and so and then I had to get like an envelope to send back like to had to pay for an envelope to then send my marriage certificate backtracked like there was lots of different steps but the first thing I did was like I'm gonna go to the post office right? That's like the first thing I needed to do was to go to the post office and get a form because you can't do it online. And then I like broke it up and I was like, I'm just going to do that. Like it's on my to-do list today. I'm going to do it. And when I did it, I felt so good about it, right? You feel so good when you take things off your list and think about those things where if you're procrastinating, one, looking at why it is, right? Being curious and being like, why am I procrastinating on this? What, What would happen if I went forward and did something? Would something bad happen? Or, you know, do I not know what I'm doing? Like, do, am I stopping because I don't know what I'm doing? Or is it because of fear it might not work out? You know, knowing where that is. Um, so that's kind of like how I see that. Now, in terms of the mindset around actually committing to doing the things, what I see quite a lot of is distraction, right? And you've heard me say this before, but like, you have to ask yourself, is it your intuition being like this i'm feeling called to do this right i'm feeling pulled to do this or is your ego being like do this because it's do this because it's going to distract you from that thing that felt a little bit scary you know like for example the marketing of one thing like is you know it's easy to like not easy but like you create the messaging and positioning for your offer right that's one thing but doing and showing up and continuing to show up when no one's buying is an ego test, right? That is a test of where you're being like, no one's buying. I'm in the void. You know, you hear people speak about the void where you're showing up and you have to trust and you have to keep going. And that is not easy, right? That is not easy. And so what you can do is you can distract yourself and you can do something else. And honestly, like getting shit done is a huge mindset piece of like looking at and being like, okay, I could easily not do this today. But what happens if I don't do it today? How do I feel about myself if I don't do it today? How do I feel about myself? You know, I'm four days into a launch. No one's bought. Okay. I'm not going to show up today. No one cares. What if it was the day that someone was going to buy? You have to check in with your mindset on this, right? It's not about just showing up, showing up, showing up. It's about checking in with your mindset on that. And on this feeling of discomfort, I was listening to a podcast episode the other day about pushing into your kind of discomfort. And this was on a weightlifting analogy, but like, it's still super relevant. So this notion of like, once you've got to a point where you know what you're doing, you're in the swing of things, right? You like, you know how to post on social, you know how to work with clients, you know what you're doing. But to push your boundaries to the next level is where you will learn a lot about yourself, right? Because it's not easy. And, you know, they were saying like spiritually, emotionally, and in this case physically, because anyone can feel confident in their like in their comfort zone. Anyone can feel confident in that, right? Okay. You're you're used to it, right? It's so comfortable for you to be showing up in that way. When you raise your capacity, it raises that kind of stress, right? The fear, the scarcity that comes up. And you know, I bet the last time that you achieved like quote unquote success, you weren't inside that comfort zone. You did something different. You moved out of that comfort zone. So like, if you're wanting to actually push that capacity, like push yourself out of your comfort zone, you have to check in with how you're feeling and just being like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this, you know? And if you have lots of things that you are kind of, you know what you want to be doing, but it's feeling sticky in the how. And it's also, you're kind of, there's a few mindset things that coming up. Like I would honestly, if you are craving support, like it is the most expansive thing ever to be able to have that space where you can be like, what are my blind spots? What do I need to be doing? And just kind of being curious with it this isn't a shaming thing. This isn't like a, I need someone to help me because I can't do it on my own or I'm not disciplined or I'm not capable. It's like a, I'm ready to make a change and I crave support with that. Like that's, that's the difference. And The last thing that I kind of want to talk around here is some of the things that I do that allow me to get more done in my week and feel good about not only myself, but also like being able to do the things and also being able to serve my clients in the best way as well. Because, you know, when your energy is potent, you can create in a more powerful way, right? And so, you know that they say, like fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Like I honestly stand by that. And these are some of the things that I've kind of done for a long period of time, right? Because I started my business when I was working full time. So I've kind of picked up a lot of these things in there. And when I did go full time my business, I kind of dropped a few of these things. And now I feel like I'm realizing just because you have more time, doesn't actually mean that letting go of structure allows you to feel more freedom, because in my opinion, it doesn't. And so for me, having a schedule for my week is where I work best. Now I have lots of gaps in my week, and lots of kind of things for me, whether it's a nail appointment, a wax appointment, going to the gym, having a long journaling session, whatever it is, but in my opinion, I just love the masculine structure of it, so that means that when I'm going to like, do the things that are more, like it feels good, then I can do them. So I mentioned that I map out my week. So I do, on a Sunday, I usually basically clear out all of my, like, I do a big clean in my office, in my house, I have usually, I'm not going to lie, I have a little bit of a floor drape going on this morning. So I've um put that all away, like clean washing, whatever it is. I like to go into a week clear and fresh. Like for me, I don't actually enjoy a Sunday if I'm literally like, I'm just going to leave everything to a Monday because Monday is like work time for me. So like Sundays are like my reset day. So firstly, I get a food shop delivered every Sunday. Like I have done this for a really long time. <laughs> and I just feel like there's pros and cons to it, right? You sometimes get the shit sent to you. But for me, it means that I have everything sent to me. So I have my food shop delivered on a Sunday. I will clear my space. I will clear up any notes that I've got around my desk or anything like that. And then I will make a plan. So I usually have the superhuman um, new week, new goals, meditation that I will do. Typically on a Sunday, I won't actually do much work. Today I'm working because I am going to my sister's next week and I had a um, morning off in the week as well. So like whenever I do that, like I'm very flexible, right? Like I can work when I want. So if I want to not work a Tuesday and work a Sunday, you know, very flexible. But this is where I usually use the day to reset. So I will typically plan anything that I can that will make my week easier, whether that's my meals. So I will meal prep, I meal prep some sweet potato yesterday, wash my fruit and vegetables, chop up anything that I want to chop up, make a plan for the week and make a plan for my kind of workout schedule for the week as well. And I'm not hard on myself if I like miss a workout because I'm like, haven't slept very well, but I will like make a plan for the week, right? So that for me is where, as I mentioned, I use the notes app in my laptop and I'll put down all the things that I want to get done in the week and then I'll write Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and then I will fill that. Now I used to do this on a paper calendar but I feel much better on a on a digital one for now and the inserts of the diary that I usually use didn't restock this year so that's why I also use it but like for example on Wednesday I've got a hair appointment right so I'm going to put the hair appointment in, I'm going to put I'm traveling to my sister's house, I know that i will be away from my office for half the week. So I now already know that I need to, for example, record my podcast episode in the earlier part of the week where I usually do it in the later part of the week, right? Or I need to do it on Sunday when I get home. So you need to, my personal like advice on this is that writing a to-do list every day is not helpful if you haven't mapped out your week. So write down all the things you wanna get done this week then write out the days, write out in anything you've got. So like I have client calls on a Tuesday and Wednesday. I have my um, hair appointment on Wednesday. I, I'm like whatever I've got in in terms of like weekends away, I put that in first, right? Because if you are creating a to-do list every day based on you working straight for eight hours, you're going to not get the stuff done and you're not going to feel good about it. And this might look like if you're like on a Monday, you've got like 10 things on your to-do list and you don't get them done, you like automatically feel behind, right? You're like, oh, okay, this week, you know, I'm already not feeling good about myself. I haven't got the things done. Whereas if you'd made a, based on what you needed on that Monday morning, based on what you've already got in, you make it realistic and you get those things done. Like there is nothing, that's honestly guys, there's no better feeling than taking the things off your to-do list, right? And feeling that like you've had a really productive day. It makes you feel good, right? And something that has also changed the game for me as well is scheduling things in. So whether that is, you know, wax appointments, nail appointments, hair appointments, like I do that in advance so that I kind of have that all booked in. And like, even like I do hair masks and fake tan on the right, the same day, right? Like I always typically do things on the same day of the week. Like I do a lot of the things on the same days of the week. And some people might find this boring, but for me, I'm just like, I know where I'm at right? I know where I'm at, know what I'm doing. And I also have the flexibility if something comes up to change that. So this, you know, it means that I'm like on a Friday or like even in the week, if you were like, okay, I'd love to go and do this thing. You're like, okay, I'm going to do that on this day or I'm going to, I'm going to do it now. But that means I'm going to now move this block to somewhere else. I don't a hundred percent love time blocking. Like, I do use time blocking sometimes. And I think it's very useful, but the problem that I have with time blocking is you have to be very conscious of how long a, a task takes you. Like if you are time blocking and you do not give yourself enough time, and I, I sometimes feel like it makes your calendar look a bit like, mm, you know, um. but I have in like, I, I used to do this with Voxer, right? I used to have like a time in my calendar, where I checked into Voxer and then I was like, actually, do you know what? Sometimes in the morning I check into Voxer at like a little bit earlier than that. So it just didn't work for me, but I do feel like it it is helpful. And if I do kind of do it, but I don't put it into my physically into my calendar, I number things on my to do list. um, And I'll kind of put like morning and afternoon, right? So I'll know what I'm doing during the day. Um, But that's kind of like how I found the ease in my day, because we're, you know, if we're doing lots of different things, and there's also, you know, we want to make sure we're having time to time for us, right? Just time to watch Netflix, time to do whatever you want. And if you find yourself watching Netflix or doing all those other things, but you haven't done things in your to-do list, like it just doesn't feel good, right? It just doesn't feel good. And so my kind of advice is to map out the priorities for your week, map out what those things look like, the individual tasks and what you've got on in your week, map out your week, like put them into the days of the week and then look at kind of like what space you've got to do anything else, right? And if you want to do it the other way where you're like, you put space in first and then you put those other things in, like honestly, it just doesn't really like whatever it is. But actually having a plan for your week and doing the things on your to-do list and having that morning and nighttime routine where you're cutting off from work, where you're waking up and you kind of know what you're doing, like it will make a huge difference. So that is kind of what I do to get shit done in my week like i do feel like i'm consistent with a lot of things purely because of the routines and structures and non-negotiables that i have with myself and as i mentioned like i am not perfect okay like i do not always do ten thousand steps every single day but i do it the majority of the time right i do these things the majority of the time and i know that if something comes up and i have to move something then it means that i know that i'm going to get it done it allows you to have that discipline and commitment with yourselves. And I did a whole episode on discipline or commitment, one of the two, um, in the main character energy series that I did before Christmas would recommend listening to that if not. Um, but that's kind of like where I feel it makes a huge difference. And, you know, knowing where your blind spots are or knowing where you're holding yourself back, like being curious when you're doing it, right? Like not shaming yourself for not doing things, but okay, why am I doing this? Why do I keep not doing that? Like being super curious, having a plan. And if any of that feels kind of fluffy or things aren't feeling clear and you're craving support to go and get that so that you know that you can move yourself forward. Because as I mentioned, like if you are doing what you need to be doing in order to make yourself feel good and be working at your optimum and feeling happy and B, that is going to make you, like move you forward to where you want to be, that is what's gonna get you where you want right? That is what's going to allow you to be the person you want to be and get the things that you want and access the life that you want. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is something that I love to talk about and love to support clients with because it makes such a difference when you are, you know, doing the things that you said you're going to do and accessing what you want. Like it feels so good. And there's no better feeling for me when I hear a client being like, you know, when we celebrate them actually choosing themselves or doing the things that they said they were going to do, it makes such a difference to the way that you feel about yourself and the trust within yourself as well. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed it, then of course, take a screenshot, share it to your stories or slide into my DMs and let me know how you found it. I will also drop the link to Empire Mastermind in the show notes below. We are, of course, going to be moving like never before in there as well. So if you're feeling like you're sat on ideas or you're not doing the things that you said you were going to do, the Empire Mastermind is going to be such an expansive place for you because we're all going to be moving together at that new level. Like we rise together. We rise together. And so I'll drop the link to the show notes. Drop the link in the show notes below. Um, And I hope you have a fantastic week. I will see you in next week's episode.